You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. This week, our guest is Jewel International, Lottie Takiri. When you went over to the Rabbitohs, did you, th- like, did you ever in your wildest dreams think that you'd win the comp that year? Did you think that that was going to be a possibility with the team you had? It was a pretty sick team. It was a good team. Amazing team. Well, I'm not stupid. Like, they told me the term that came last to stay at the Tigers. We were going okay, but like uh, the Tigers a few years before that, they'd missed two prelims two years before that as well, before I got there. Mm. Something was Sammy Burgess on the way up, Greg Inglis, freak. Mm. Great team. Get there. Not guaranteed a spot, but I might be a chance. Um, and I remember going in. There was a few video sessions, but uh, Madge would really harp on about the prelim year before, and it was against Manly. They got dusted. Yep. And really make a, a beeline for Justin Horror. Justin Horror apparently came on in a in the prelim and changed the game. He'd love to hear that. We're, we're friends with Horror. He'd love to hear this. He would be salivating. Yeah, well, he really. Ram that point. I don't know if Justin knows this. Um, <laughs> really ram that point home about like how we came on. Our, our blokes didn't do that. Um, and if we get the chance to go there again, um, we need to obviously change things up. And that sort of stuck with me during the year. And we actually got the chance to do that. In the, our prelim in 214, we go down 12-0 in the first 15 minutes against the Chooks at um, – Stadium Australia. Mm-hmm. And that's probably where I come in. I hadn't had any of the, you know, past baggage around what was going on. Um, and obviously, Ben Tia comes on and plays a major role. Picks up one of those, like, dumps in, gets a penalty, we're on here. But for me, I, we were behind 12 blokes are sort of looking around and thinking, and I could sort of see, I don't know whether they know it or not, but I, I can sort of see, like, gee, you know, the feelings or, or the looks on the faces about here we go again. Mm. So for me, and Sato did it too as a captain, but I just got them back together. We did a fair few things that year around um, our head headspace and, and, and how we could improve that and, and what we needed to do. We got back in there, did a few exercises around breathing and just brought it back to boys, just, just go out back and do our jobs. Mm. Like I know we're, I didn't want to bring up uh, the year before. Mm-hmm. I had anything about what was going on, but I say, boys, we're back in this. We can get back in this. Look at the, look at the clock. Um, things to that effect. We're probably swearing a fair bit. Yeah. <laughs> Guys up off the ground, looking up. Uh, everyone buying in collectively, uh, and we end up smashing them in that major semi. I think in two thousand and fourteen. That was probably our, our GF um, in that prelim. And then we go on the next week and to beat uh, the Dogs. Mm. It wasn't easy, but uh, it was, a, it was a, definitely a tough game to get through that prelim and yeah. to beat Chooks at the same time. Sensation. And what's that? What was it like? I mean, it's, it's obviously it was, I imagine it was fantastic, but you know, um, over the whole course of your career and not knowing, you know, was that your final game as well? But like, being able to sort of have it all wrap up with a grand final and like a historic one, it being for South, 
now. It was so good. Like I, I really, appre- really appreciated it more um, than what I did the 2000 Broncos one. Mm. 2000 Broncos, I'm young, I'm, you know, I'm thinking well, there's at least two or three more. Mm-hmm. You do, I looked at that squad at the Bronx, Tony Carroll, Brad Thorne, Gordy was still at the top of his game. You know, how, how far can we take this? So I didn't appreciate it as much as I've come through that journey um, to get to 2014, mm. um, ups and downs and, uh, you know, the injuries at the end of my time at the Tigers, um, probably played a little bit. And then I um, got the chance to do that and, and share that with my kids too. So mm. I was pretty cool going around the the stadium uh, with those two, two older boys um, and that, sharing that moment with them, which is um, something – Hopefully I won't forget, but I'll never forget. But there's some like odd experiences of when you're like the Brisbane Broncos in Queensland that you can just do within reason, like get away with murder. Oh, no, I, I, no, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Give us something, Lottie. Back in the day, which is never allowed now. I, I think I see the older blokes. Um, so sometimes I see. Larry Daly, different times. Like in the in the nineties when they used to come to Brisbane. Um, when I first came in, we had an unlimited drinks card to a place called City Rolls, which was in the city, which is now on the it was on the water. Um, so you could go in there after a game, order as many drinks as you wanted. Jesus. I remember going in with mates, boys, let's go. Five deep. And then, Would they see you coming and just be like, oh, shit, Lottie's rolling in with his boys? No, well, they just see all of us rolling. You know what <laughs> well, I mean? Yeah, that's true, yeah. The whole side's coming in. Straight upstairs, um, which, we, you know, I, I don't know if if that happens these days, but they were a sponsor. It was a approved sponsor. Um, so it was like, holy hell, <laughs> not – Fly these days, right? No. Did you have a physical card that said unlimited drinks? <laughs> it was a physical, and I reckon it was it was the laminated. Remember the old laminated? Well, I don't know if you blokes are old enough. The laminated uh, IDs with y- your photo on it. Nah, we're we're that's before our time. At like our licenses were a little bit more uh, official, I think. Yeah. Well, this is what was going on, and then you know sometimes you just. Give it to your mate. Go get get a few drinks. And just look over. Yep, yep, that's me. Yeah, madness. That's living. That's like that's like you know, if it, you ask like, what could you dream of? It's like an, an unlimited mate. A physical card. car with my photo on it yeah. that I can use for for Pierce whenever <laughs> I want is ridiculous. <laughs> but um, Wayne's an old. He's an old copper. Mm. So he he had uh, he had the streets wired, mate. This is All Talk, we're Hello Sport, and today we have Rugby League and Rugby Union superstar with us, Lottie Takiri. Now, Lottie, so you're at the peak of your powers, you've won a comp, you're playing for Australia, you're playing for Queensland, and then rugby comes a knocking. Was that a difficult decision to make the switch when you you're already were you experiencing so much success in rugby league? Yeah, mate, I, 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 I didn't actually want to leave the Bronx. Uh 2001, 2002, we were making prelims, play State of Origin, play for, for the Kangaroos. Um, really hard decision. I, I, I would have said before, and I think I said at the time, 
um, if I do come back, I'll, I'll come back to the Bronx um, because club I was I'd been a part of since I was 16. Um, those formative years from 16 to to 19 or 20, um, you know, blokes are really influential in your career. Um, coaches, senior players, um, I, I just didn't want to leave. Um, so that was really hard decision. Mm. Uh, so the they rugby did make it easy uh, with a lot of money. I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, um, and it was something I, I, at the time I just couldn't knock back. After I'd, you know, I, I ticked a lot of boxes. Uh, had I not won a comp, had I not played state of origin, um, I probably wouldn't have gone over at the time. Uh, the 2003 Rugby World Cup being in Australia helped as well. Mm. Of be a big spectacle. Um, I reckon, I don't know, I, I, there might be a few blokes that jump ship before this next World Cup in 27, um, just because of that fact. Uh, so that was, they that, that were big factors. But yeah, mate, I'm not going to lie, money money was was probably up there with the motivating factor. And I'm wanting to test myself at that time. I don't know about you blokes, but my dad, my father played rugby, I sort of wanted to, at some point in my career, do that um, and, and test myself in that game, and it was it was a perfect time. Had Maddie and uh, Maddie Rogers and Big Wendell <laughs> gone over by this stage? Had gone over in two thousand and two. Okay, twelve months in, skin in the game for about twelve months, and they were a good, um, I guess, a case for me to to watch their progression um, for that that twelve months, and they. Um, like they played footy pretty much straight away. Mm. Uh, so I thought, I, I can kick better than Del. <laughs> Not uh, as an aggressive runner or break the line like him, but um, I, I, I've got a few more skills, um, and I reckon I could give this game a go. And, and I, I sort of knew or, or know um, how that how the game sort of works, um, and, and and I, I reckon I could kick. Big Dale had a club foot, mate. Even <laughs> he, he go to practice, he still couldn't kick. So um, I was uh, lucky in that sense. 